to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show, where I talk about life, talk about liberty, and yes, talk about the pursuit of happiness, and we show you the world that us Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day and a good week wherever you're located. Ladies and gentlemen, running a little behind on this episode, if you are waiting for the newest episode to drop, and um, I, I, I got busy. <laughs> I got busy. Um, uh, it, you know, a lot of people don't understand... And if you're a podcaster or a content creator, you know what I'm talking about. But a lot of people don't understand how much time it puts into this. But I thank you, the audience, that you are understanding, you're loving, you're caring, and you know my predicament with all the things I have to do uh, throughout the week. And uh, God bless you. God bless you. God keep you. May his face forever shine upon you, ladies and gentlemen. And... um. We, I, I, I want to go ahead and talk about a topic today that that has been gaining up a little bit of steam, and that is talking about third-party candidates. And what do I mean by third-party? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, independent, conser- uh, conservative, even the conservative party, uh, name it. You, you, you know, yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to think of it. It could be uh, the Fox Party. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot going on. There's a lot riding uh, in this next coming election, and we're going to talk about a third, so a few third-party candidates that possibly can jump in or have already jumped in, and will it make an impact against Trump and Biden? I, I believe those two are going to be the nominee unless something major happens with uh, President Joe Biden. Before I say that, though, I do want to thank everyone that has helped us out here at the show, all our partners, uh, our our affiliate partners, and our sponsors. Couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you for all the moral support from you, the audience. And please, if you, this is your first time listening and you like the content that we are creating, just don't just don't look at it. Don't you know? Hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, help out this show. That like and that subscription helps out more than you know. If that's on the uh, audio side or the video side, go ahead and look, like Rumble. Rumble's follow. He followed the show. Also, share it out with your friends and share it out with your family. It helps me out more than you know, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just uh, I'm thankful for what you guys are doing out there to promote this show. I went and looked the other day on Feedspot, and they ranked this show number nine out of, I think, top 70 of the podcasts in America. And uh, I, I, that was a big jump. I remember the last time they did a poll like that, it was around, I was around 50. So uh, I'm, we're making waves here on the show. We're making big waves, and uh, we could not do it without you guys. So, all right, so let's talk about third-party candidates. Why did this come up with all the news stuff that's going on today? Well, Fox News went ahead and ran a story and it read like this, RFK Jr. scores three endorsements from three high-profile athletes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, now we know athletes are leaning more towards the left. Now, there is some out there, the like uh, the the NBA player Isaacs. That and it's not because of, I don't I remember because of my name, but that's not because I that's the reason I didn't bring him out was because of the name. But Isaacs uh, took a knee. Uh, didn't take a knee. He he stood firm, ladies and gentlemen, on a lot of stuff uh, that with um, with the the flag and all that stuff. But uh, we know that majority of athletes are leaning more towards the left, which I don't understand why. Athletes are there to make money, and they need more money. They they have they have more money they can think about, and they're they they start businesses, and they live 
on the principle of capitalism, but they want to support liberal-leaning agendas. Uh, but first on Fox, a trio of former pre professional athletes are throwing their support behind independent presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to take the White House. The NBA legend and 1992 Dream Team Olympian John Stockton, quarterback Packer Hall of Fame member Ken uh, Rogerson, and three-time North American enduro mountain biking uh, champion Kyle Warner all are endorsing Kennedy for president. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I made a statement. I, I knew it was bold last time I did a podcast, but I made the statement and I said, if you are a conservative and you're going to vote for Robert Kennedy, you need to have your head examined. Listen, I, I heard Robert Kennedy speak. And when Robert Kennedy first came out, I thought this would be a challenge for President Biden. I called him the Donald Trump of the Democrat Party. He's the one that would go ahead and challenge President Joe Biden probably more than any other challenger out there, unless you see Joe Manchin or somebody big name like him. We're going to talk about him in a little while. But ladies and gentlemen, and I, I'm, really, I'm really sticking to that statement. If you're a conservative and you're thinking about Robert Kennedy or President of the United States over Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley... You need to get your head examined because Robert Kennedy is nothing more than a Democrat. He was seeking the Democrat Party's nomination. The reason he switched to independent way before the primaries, which I think was dumb, but he switched to independent because he knew because he knew the Democrat Party would not back him. But I called him the Donald Trump of the Democrat Party. I thought he had a good shot to beat Biden, and that is my political opinion on that. But ladies and gentlemen, Robert Kennedy, it's picking up endorsements from, I don't know if these people are left-leaning, but picking up endorsements from athletes all over the nation. And ladies and or former athletes. And ladies and gentlemen, it's because Biden is not it's not popular. That's why I say I don't know why Robert Kennedy jumped out of the primary races. Now, the media and not have an article. The media is trying to protect Biden. We already know that that is that is not a surprise to anybody. But he, he but but Robert Kennedy is picking up these endorsements. Now, this isn't the only news article that Fox News came out with more 2024 headaches for Biden as a list of potential presidential challengers grow. Now, this is a, I think this is an opinion piece. No, it's political. Um, and it's talking about the guy I mentioned earlier, Joe Manchin. President Biden already faces increasing doubts about his ability to win re-election next year. But now Democrats must confront the uh, prospect of a growing list of potential 2024 candidates. Challengers running as third-party candidates. Uh, majority Democrat Party victors. Uh, victories on Tuesday, which was a couple of weeks ago in the 2023 off-year election, gave Biden a much-needed boost after a slew, a slew of well-publicized polls suggesting he was trailing former President Donald Trump, the commanding GOP nominee frontrunner in the 2024 rematch. But Thursday's announcement by 2016 Green Party uh, president, uh, presidential nominee Jill Stein that she will make another White House run next year, which I don't know why she's already failed, I think twice, uh, was not welcoming news to Team Biden. Plenty of Democrats still blame Stein 2016 campaign for putting, <clears throat> excuse me, 
Donald uh, putting Trump in the White House alone. They also blame Russia Gate, but they blame anything. It, Democrat Party, if they lose an election, it's not their fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's Russia Gate or it's uh, another candidate or whatever. Um, her vote total seven years ago in the key battleground state of Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin tipped Trump margin over Democrat nominee Hillary Clinton in each state. Uh, a couple of hours after Stein news broke, moderate Democrats Senator Joe Manchin announced he would he wouldn't seek re-election next year in heavily red West Virginia, deflecting deflating his party's hope of holding their Senate majority in 2024. Manchin, who has openly flirted with the possibility of launching a third-party presidential bid, highlighted in his announcement video that is the coming in the coming months he would travel across the nation to see if there is a any interest in creating a movement to mobilize the middle and bring Americans together. Ladies and gentlemen, that's for Fox News. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say this right here. First off, third-party candidates are a problem for Joe Biden. It's not, uh, look, because li listen to who else trying to run. It, Joe Manchin's thinking about running. Jill Stein is a leftist. She, she, could, she She's the Green Party's candidate, but she's a third-party candidate, and she's a leftist. She's a liberal. Um, Robert Kennedy is running as an independent. Ladies and gentlemen, these are all, these are all left-leaning people. Okay? These are all left-leaning people. And this is why I'm going to ask a question, because this, this article kind of brought out 2016. If Jill Stein wouldn't have ran, would she? Would have she? Would she still be? Would Hillary Clinton have been president of the United States? I don't think so. Donald Trump was a strong candidate, like he is a strong candidate now. Donald Trump would won that election hands down. It was nearly a slaughter for the White House for President Donald Trump. But ladies and gentlemen, every time I, I hear about a third party candidate, I hear how it's bad. For the Republicans. Now, look, ladies and gentlemen, look at the Republican primary right now. All right. Uh, am I a fan of it? No. I, you know, I, I really think Ron DeSantis would be the best candidate, and I like. But right now, it's just throwing mud at each other. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not accomplishing anything. All they're doing is burning free airtime. And I, the RNC might pay for it. I don't know. But, ladies and gentlemen, there's no third-party candidate on the Republican side that I'm aware of. Now, it could be Chris Christie could possibly throw his hat in the ring if he does not win the primary. That is a possibility. But ladies and gentlemen, even Chris Christie might say, ah, I don't want to deal with that. But ladies and gentlemen, every poll I see says that a third-party candidate would hurt Donald Trump. They never... They never go to the fact now like Fox news has done it, but mainstream media has never entered the thought how this could hurt Joe Biden because CNN a while back went ahead and ran a poll saying that if it was Donald Trump and Joe Biden, just Donald Trump and Joe Biden, it, Donald Trump would beat Joe Biden hands down. But if you go, if you throw Robert Kennedy in Robert Kennedy would get majority of the votes or the, the, it was split the Trump and Kennedy are tied. And that shows that Biden would win. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if that was true, why are the Democrat parties worried about a third party candidate? Think about it. Okay. If, if, if it wasn't a, if it ain't a, if it ain't that big of a problem or if it's going to help Donald Trump, why not ask more third party candidates to come in? Because ladies and gentlemen, 
It hurts Biden. Okay, there's a lot of people out there in my own party that do not like Donald Trump. I have someone that is that 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 is a good friend of mine, cannot stand Donald Trump, and openly said it on this show and others that they would not support Donald Trump in an election. But ladies and gentlemen, um, I, 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 now unless something he, this person said he probably would stay home. But ladies and gentlemen. You know how many people feel that same way about Biden? A new article came out, said that Biden had the lowest approval rating in his presidency. Just came out. Ladies and gentlemen, a third-party candidate will make an impact. But would it really? Now, this is why I'm coming to this point right here. Joe Manchin might throw a wrench in there. Um, Joe Stein, Robert Kennedy... Ladies and gentlemen, just Robert Kennedy alone with his name. He has, now I think he has 22% of the vote. 22% of the vote. Um, I was talking to C3 the other day when I was on their show, and we talked about this with third-party candidates and stuff like that, and we talked about Rob Perot, who ran against Bill Clinton and Bush 41. And he took, I think, 15% of the vote, and it swayed the votes enough to take to, to put Bill Clinton in office. So a third party candidate does affect the outcome of the election. We're not going to, if they're a big name. All right. But ladies and gentlemen, who does it help? Now, like I said, it depends on who that third party votes for. If it's in a blue state and they vote for Robert Kennedy, well, it's going to hurt Biden, especially if it gets to the states like, like they mentioned with Jill Stein back in 2016, it with Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan. Those are traditionally blue states. If if Robert Kennedy goes in those states and takes 10%, 15% away from Joe Biden, Donald Trump walks into the White House. Easy. Now, but then, then we got to go to another part because look, this is look. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fuss at the liberals. The liberals do what they want to do. I'm gonna fuss at conservatives that are that are that are thinking about Robert Kennedy because if 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 conservatives in Georgia, if conservatives in any blue state, any of Florida, say, well, we don't want Donald Trump, and that turns those votes away from Donald Trump, and they go to Robert Kennedy, guess what? You're going to have another Biden four years. Because, look, I, I learned something about the Democrat Party, ladies and gentlemen. I just mentioned Pennsylvania. I mentioned um, Wisconsin. I mentioned Michigan. At the end of the day, Democrats stick with each other. If the DNC says, look, don't vote for Manchin, don't vote for, for for Kennedy. Don't vote for Jill Stein. Vote for Biden. And you know what's going to be the next line after that? Because we got to keep Donald Trump out the White House. And ladies and gentlemen, a Democrat can disagree with Biden tooth and nail. He can disagree with Biden on everything. But when they hear the word Trump or hear the name Trump, they get their cassons in a bunch. They get angry. They get upset. Oh, we can't have another four years of mean tweets, which is not tweets no more. It's X, but we can't have mean posts and we can't have big bad orange man. And they're going to stick to Donald Trump. They're going to stick to President Joe Biden. Prom- I promise you, I've, I've been watching politics since I've been been 13 years old. And then again, let's look at the conservative slash Republicans. They do totally opposite. 
okay, well, we can't, we can't agree with Donald Trump and we, we're just not, we're just going to stay home and not vote. Well, you, you're going to let a man and look, look at track records. Okay. Look, I, I wasn't planning on going to this point, but I'm talking about third parties and this is the uh, impact of a third party. If so, if they go ahead and say, well, we're going to vote for Robert Kennedy or stay home, that's taking votes and the Democrats are going to stick by Joe Biden. I hate to tell you conservatives that are listening to this and hoping, oh, we'll hope some liberal will, will go ahead and have common sense. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is what Democrat Republicans, and I understand that they're feeling on their emotion. I understand. And, and values. I understand that. I do not agree with Donald Trump. But if you look at policy-wise, Donald Trump did a better job, way better job, than Joe Biden. I promise you, we wouldn't be in a war right now. I, I honestly feel that way. We would not be in a war if President, Joe, uh, President Donald Trump was in office. I, I honestly believe that. This is going to be the impact of a third-party candidate. It will make an impact. It will make an impact if Joe Manchin or somebody steps in. Right now, it looks more like it would be a, a left-leaning person, which would take votes possibly away from Biden. But if my theory is correct, it won't matter. Now, if the conservatives, like I said, I, I'm harping on this. There should be no conservative out there voting for Robert Kennedy. Rhinos, I can understand rhinos. But if you label yourself a physical conservative or conservative in general, you should not vote for Robert Kennedy. Because Robert Kennedy is going to push left-leaning agendas. And ladies and gentlemen, it, 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 look, we're, all in, we're, we're in these type of talks right now because President Biden stinks as a president. He's the worst president in the United States of America's history. But ladies and gentlemen, we have, we have to talk about a third-party candidate. Third parties don't help. Unless it's the only, correction. Third parties do help. In history, it only helped the Democrat Party. Except one time, and that's when the Republican Party was started in 18, I think, 55, 53, whatever it is. When Abraham, right before Abraham Lincoln became president. The, the Republican Party got in because the Democrat Party split and they came in. That's the only way a third party works. And it depends on the third party. With that being said, we're going to be back in a few minutes, so please stay tuned. How you doing, everyone? Isaac Hayes here. I'm here to talk to you about Smith Truck and Equipment Sales. I've been part of the trucking industry for a few years now, and I know the importance of finding a company that won't just sell you a truck or piece of equipment, but will take the time to know you and help you through the process and checking in on you after the sale. That's why we are proud to announce our partnership with Smith Truck and Equipment Sales. Smith Truck and Equipment Sales is a family-owned and operated pre-owned truck and trailer dealership in Lafayette, Louisiana, who have been serving Acadiana for over 40 years. They offer full service, parts and accessories, and financing. They also buy used trucks of all makes and models. You can visit Monday through Friday from 7.30 to 5 at their location at 3010 North East Evangeline Thruway or visit their website, smithtrucksales.com. You can also give them a call at 337-234-0557 and let their friendly and experienced staff take care of all your truck and trailer needs. Smith Truck and Equipment Sales. Tell them the Cajun Conservatives sent you.
Back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Continue on third party and people coming out of the blue and thinking about running for president of the United States. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson says political parties approached him to run for president one after another. I promise you it was not a conservative, um, a conservative party or it wasn't the conservatives going to ask The Rock. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I like The Rock. I like I like I like his movies. Um Fast and Furious, uh, you know, he's part of the Fast series since Fast Five. They're coming. The Fast X just came out. And ladies and gentlemen, um, The Rock is back at the end of his show. And he's probably going to be in the last, possibly the last Fast movie. Uh, but I've watched tons of movies with The Rock on it. Great actor. That don't make him presidential. Okay. Because I'm going to use the left's argument on this. A lot of people on the left are saying, well, Let's get, uh, my goodness, let's get, uh, let's get The Rock to be the president of the United States. The Rock would do so well as a president of the United States. Um, what about your arguments in 2016? Donald Trump would not be a good president because he's a media person. He, he does TV. He has no experience being president. Because The Rock plays a, is a mean actor on television that makes him a good candidate to be president of the United States. No, ladies, to be honest with you, I don't even know why Democrats or certain people would be encouraging the rock to run because that would hurt president Joe Biden. Going back to my argument of the first segment, which is talking about third party candidates and ladies and gentlemen, look, the, look, a third party candidate, as I said, majority of the time in history helped the Democrats out. Going back to the 1991 race against Bush and uh, Bush and Bill Clinton. If the independent would not have been in there, Bush probably would have been the president of the United States. What hurt Bush was no new taxes and he pushes taxes going forward in his, his uh, into his administration. But ladies and gentlemen, it, a third party candidate does not help nobody. And the same thing with it. it look, they're all pushing left leaning candidates. Look, what the Democrat Party should do is tell President Joe Biden, we're not going to support you. We're going after another candidate and put somebody up against Joe Biden. Now, if the American people or the Democrat, the, the Democrat Party of the United States, if they vote in their primaries to keep Joe Biden, guess what? The DSC needs to stand behind him. But ladies and gentlemen, it's not looking that way. It's not looking that way whatsoever. So we, so you have to... You have to you you have to do something. You can't just we're gonna throw third party candidates out there. It won't work for the, at least for the Democrat Party, and it won't. And like I said, there there are conservatives out there that will say, "Well, we're leaning towards Robert Kennedy." Why? Robert Kennedy already showed that he's a flip flop. He he says he's for abortion, then he says he's against abortion. When press upon it, he's for abortion, for against the for. What 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 are you? No conservative should be thinking about Robert Kennedy for president. No conservative. Because all Robert Kennedy is, is a left-leaning Democrat. Because he changed his party to independent, does not make him the, the uh, a candidate that the conservatives should look at. When you have plenty more other good candidates out there. If you're going to look for an alternative to Donald Trump, look to Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, or somebody like that. Will they last to 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 uh to the uh, to the primaries? 
it's looking like it won't happen. But we have to wait and see. All right. Oh, Democrats block efforts to impeach DHS Secretary Mayorkas with Republican support. That's a big line right there, ladies and gentlemen. So Marjorie Taylor Greene wanted to remove Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. Why, you may ask? Well, ladies and gentlemen, look at this man's track record the last couple of months. Well, the last year since he's been in, the last three years since he's been in that office. Um, the border uh, crossings have crossed tremendously. The, the the facilities at the border are terrible. Remember, you remember when Donald Trump was in office and they showed the cages and they had all these people that were in cages and they were being deprived and the families were being separated and and all, and Donald Trump said, "Listen, all I'm doing is following the law. I'm not doing nothing else. I'm just following the law." But people were like, oh, I can't believe it. Ah. Do you know at the border, they kind of went back to those type of things. Now that's under Biden's leadership. But ladies and gentlemen, Mayorkas is the Department of Homeland Security secretary. I heard someone say that earlier today. His job solely is to protect the United States. Make sure we do not have anybody crossing over that border. That is his job. His job is to protect the United States and make sure we don't have terrorists, which have crossed over, unfortunately. Ladies and gentlemen, Mayorkas stinks. He's like his boss. He stinks. He does not know how to do his job. Well, Marjorie Taylor Greene pushed articles of impeachment. And they would have worked, except for eight eight Republicans join with the Democrats once again to stop something that was good. Now, who are these eight? Well, Ken Buck, uh, Daryl Eason, uh, Tom McClanton, Patrick McHenry. Remember, Patrick McHenry was uh, was uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy's uh, replacement when he was ousted out. They do so that um, John Burden uh, Virginia Fox, uh, Cliff Bortz, and Mike Turner. Though an additional 11 Democrats and 12 Republicans did not vote on the measure. Green voiced her displeasure in the video posted to X saying that the eight Republicans voted to protect Mayorkas from impeachment, which say, which she called unbelievable. Now listen here, I'm, I'm going to make a statement here. 12 Republicans did not vote on this measure. They either voted present or they didn't, they, they weren't there. But ladies and gentlemen, them 12 Republicans would have voiced their opinion. This measure would have passed if they would have voted against my argument. But instead of saying yes or no, and they're being flip-flops, they didn't vote, which makes it a no vote. Like, hey, we don't want the measure. Now, ladies and gentlemen, look, Mayorkas is bad. We can go all day talking about the border, but I'm not, I'm not going to focus on that. On this show... I don't just bash the Democrats and praise the Republicans. I don't think, and look, I, I hear a lot of commentators or a lot of political pundits do this. If a, a Republicans do something bad, they try to sugarcoat it. All right? I'm not going to do that here in this show. The 12 plus 8, which is 20 Republicans, 
that did not vote for this measure to remove a man that is putting our country in danger, shame on you. Shame on you. We could have took out a person that is putting our country in harm's way because he is not doing his job. But you, you, instead of you lining with the Republican Party and to remove this person, went ahead and kept your mouth shut or you went ahead and voted to, to not impeach this person. Why? Whoa, I, I, I love the arguments the Republicans give. Well, if we go ahead and remove them, it's, it's like we're attacking our political rivals, and we don't want to be a country known for attacking our political rivals. Um, this man sucks at protecting this country. I'm going to use for me, for example. Imagine I'm driving a truck. I, I, I drive dumb trucks for a living. And imagine I just go ahead and hit light posts, hit vehicles and everything like that. And I, I tell my I tell my boss, listen, I, I'm trying my best to be a truck driver. What will my boss do? Just I, I, and I, that's what Mayorkas is doing. Hey, the border's bad, but and he don't even mention the border bad. He says, well, we're looking at everything very closely. But Mayorkas is like, well... I know things are bad, but we're working on the issue. It would be like me going to my boss and saying, hey, I stink at driving, but guess what? I, I'm working on it. Now, I've do. I, I I've been driving for a lot of years, so I'm good. Um, imagine my boss. I, I, I couldn't imagine my boss. Let me say that. I couldn't imagine my boss telling me, I know you stink at driving, but I'm still going to pay you your pay, and you can still get in my truck. That would be the fifth one you damaged in God knows how long. Okay, the, 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 no, a boss, would, a, a true boss, and that's in any profession. A true boss will tell you, hey, you stink, you're fired, get out of my yard or get out of my business. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this is, instead of them doing that to my arcus, you know what the Republicans did? We know you're trying, T-Bab. I'm doing Cajun terms. We know you're trying, T-Bab. Just stay focused. You're going to get it. And ladies and gentlemen, look, this is what gets me about this whole thing, too. The Republicans had an opportunity to remove Mayorkas. Every Republican that I'm aware of in the House of Representatives have all come out and said there's a problem at the southern border. There's been 8 million people cross that southern border. Now, they are not all from Mexico. Okay. They are from other countries. This year alone, they have captured more people that were on the terror watch list than any year before. The border is in chaos. The border is in trouble. And the Republicans, every stinking Republican in the House of Representatives have said that they need some, something needs to get done at the southern border. But when it's time to do something, do you know what the Republicans do? We're going to keep the man that's in charge there more. Because you see, he he's trying. He's trying to keep the border safe. He's trying. He's not, not willingly opening up the border and these people are coming over. 
But ladies and gentlemen, when you start relaxing res regulations at the border, and look, don't get me wrong, it's not all him either, okay? I, I'm not going to go ahead and just bash my Arcus over the head with a hammer because it starts at the higher up too. His boss is telling him what to do. And look, let's even go back, even correction. Biden's boss is telling Biden what to do to tell my Arcus what to do. Well, 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 hold on. Biden's the president of the United States. No, I think there's a there's a there's a former president that's pulling some strings to get things done. Cause it's kind of funny. I heard this today and it makes a lot of sense that Biden picked all Obama people to go back in the White House. He didn't pick his own people. He didn't pick his own staff. He didn't pick people that he he liked. He picked people that Obama liked. So who who's in charge? Ladies and gentlemen, you got to realize uh, the first day of Biden's uh, presidency signed 17 executive orders, then signed another double digits the next day, and majority of them were opening the border. If you remember, ladies and gentlemen, in 2021, when Biden took office, you had a you had a caravan in Mexico waiting for Biden to say, so help me God, at the end of his inauguration speech. Well, his inaugurational swearing in. Why? Because they knew when he was president of the United States, they could get into this country. Over 8 million people, ladies and gentlemen. Now, what, I think this would have gone to the Senate, and the Senate would have had to approve the impeachment of Mayorkas. Probably wouldn't have happened. But ladies and gentlemen, at least the Republican Party would have, would have put a stamp of disapproval on his job. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't understand this. Now, even this, though, this talks to the testament of the, the, the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. A bill like this wouldn't have even saw a House vote under Kevin McCarthy. Now, look, I don't, do I agree with Matt Gaze's stance? No, the way he did it, he didn't have a plan. But ladies and gentlemen, it's looking like the, the, the they bringing in Mike Johnson to the floor is speeding a lot of things on that Kevin McCarthy didn't even want to touch because of political bias. It's funny when you have a true conservative in there instead of a, conserv a, a man that's calling himself a conservative from the liberal state of California. Ladies and gentlemen, I just... I don't understand Republicans. I don't understand how how do you as a as a, a leader of the uh, of the of the House of Representatives go ahead and not push this vote through. It's just I, I don't understand. I don't understand what the Republicans are doing. You had an opportunity and you blew it. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back in a few moments, so please stay tuned. How you doing, everyone? Isaac Hayes here. In America, hair loss is a problem for most adults. 60% of men will have to deal with hair loss by the age of 50. And 50% of women will experience hair loss in their lifetime. Now, some people may not worry about the receding hairline. But if you are, I want to tell you about Hair Club. Hair Club has 40-plus years dedicated to restoring hair and rebuilding confidence. They have over 650 expert consultants and 120 locations across America to help you on your journey to stop your hair loss. 
If you would like to see what Hair Club can do for you, go to the description of this episode and hit the link to their website and schedule an appointment with one of their consultants to get you what you need to restore your hair. Remember to use the promo code BGSMedia10 at the checkout to get 10% off the price. You're my peace of mind When this old world seems to get me down All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Ladies and gentlemen, the government shutdown has been delayed once again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as recently as, I think, last night, the Senate voted on John, uh, Mike Johnson's two-step plan, and it is a continued resolution. Now, people might be wondering, well, hold on, Isaac. Matt Gage just went ahead and fought tooth and nail to stop continued resolution under Kevin McCarthy. Well, there was a lot more involved with that. It was also the breaking of promises that Kevin McCarthy did. Uh, there is a video out there, and it gives Matt Gaze a side of why he did it. It wasn't just the government shutdown. The media was pushing that. The media was pushing, hey, he is just he's, a, he's just avoiding it. But the thing of it is, ladies and gentlemen, come to find out, Kevin McCarthy did a lot of other stuff, and he broke a lot of promises that shouldn't have been broken. For him to become House Speaker. Now, Matt, uh, Mike Johnson, I don't know if Mike Johnson made any promises to get, become House Speaker. But this continued resolution, in my opinion, needed to get done. Why? Now, I'm against continued resolutions. I don't like the government kicking a can down the road. But Mike Johnson only been a speaker for two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. The, 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 the continuation, the resolution, the continued resolution with uh, Kevin McCarthy took weeks to plan out. So Mike Johnson to do it in two weeks would have been a tall order. Now, he did push it to the... To, a couple of weeks down the road, and that gives him time to work out a better resolution. Now, I, I believe he said this will be the only one he does. Now we have to see what Mike Johnson does as well. Uh, but the Senate passed it. Now we got to wait for the president's signature at the time of this, of this recording. We have to see what happens. But ladies and gentlemen, I, I just, you know, you the, the, the this whole issue of debt and this whole issue of us spinning out of the wazoo is terrible. Um, America is almost at $34 trillion in debt. I was told, I remember going into this, the uh, going into this year, uh, going into the presidential term. I think I was saying 28, 27. It was something, it was in the twenties. Now it's at 34 trillion. Remember when they did this, uh, this, this plan to stop the, uh, to stop the government shutdown and all that stuff. And then they extended the debt two point some trillion dollars. We're way past that now, ladies and gentlemen, way past that now, but the government is doing it. And this is why I'm hoping Mike Johnson does something better. Um, but at the time being a hey, continue it on, give him time to make his own plan, not to go on Kevin McCarthy's plan or anybody else's plan. That's that's what I think about this government shutdown. I am not endorsing it. I'm not I don't like it, but ladies and gentlemen, it it had Mike Johnson only had two weeks to plan all this. Um, ladies and gentlemen, an uh, article came out from Fox News the other day. Biden officials uh rebel against president on Israel Hamas war signed dissent letter. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is some in the president's own cabinet wrote 
for, uh, wrote uh, President Biden a letter. 400 government officials from 40 different departments and agencies wrote a letter to President Biden and in opposing the president's handling of Israel and Hamas and demand a ceasefire. This is in the this is the president's own team. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we know that the president is really in a pickle right now. Why? Because the Palestinian people in this country, and I, I, look, I'm not saying all the Palestinian people, but and they're trying to say they're protesting for Gaza. But if you're protesting in Gaza's favor, you're protesting in Hamas' favor. A ceasefire would only help Hamas gain traction. See, right now, Hamas is weak. Israel found the hospital. Now, listen to me right here. All you people that are on the left trying to say that Israel is genociding the people of Gaza. Israel found the hospital where Hamas's military base is or their military strategy room is. In a hospital. But Israel's the bad people. And if they would go ahead and do a ceasefire, that would only strengthen Hamas. This is why Israel shouldn't stop. And look, I agree. I don't say this much. Don't don't worry. Your ears are not full of wax. I agree with the president on his stance of that Israel should defend themselves. And like he agrees there should be pauses for humanitarian aid to get in there. And you can you can agree to disagree on that. But ladies and gentlemen, a total ceasefire. Now, this is in the Biden administration's own team. Like I said, majority of Palestinians are left-leaning people. Now, this is why a third-party candidate, as we go back to our first segment, would hurt President Biden because there's people that disagree with how he's handling this conflict. Ladies and gentlemen, me personally, if I was president of the United States, I would have done a lot more. And ladies and gentlemen, we're fighting because the president is taking this stance on this, which I'm happy he's doing. We're getting hit with drone strikes and stuff. And the military is finally starting to say, hey, look, we're not going to have that. And they're shooting down drones. I read one about that today. But ladies and gentlemen, this 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 letter from Biden's own people. is hurting him. Because this is where the president of the United States and I hope he stays on his on this stance with Israel. But his own people are coming against him. Now the president has to make a choice. Does he stand up for right or wrong? Does he stand up for good or evil? He has a choice now. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope he stays his ground. But if he calls for a ceasefire like France did the other day, it's not going to be pretty. Now, he's not worried about the conservatives. He knows he's not going to get a conservative vote. But he is worried about those people that are storming the Capitol and going to the White House or going to his house as we reported the other day. And ladies and gentlemen, they had protests in in New York. I, I heard one today, the br- uh, the bridge in San Francisco, they blocked it because of traffic. They, they did a protest and blocked traffic on rush hour. Ladies and gentlemen, the president needs to, uh, this is what I, if I had any chance to talk to the president of the United States, stand your ground. Stand your ground with Israel. Don't back down. Stand behind Israel. Because them thugs in Gaza will take any opportunity to wipe Israel off the face of the map. And the only true ally Israel has is America. And we need to stand firm with Israel. 
All right, let's move on to the next story. Um, uh, so, so, so this week, China, as uh, President uh, Jing, Jing Jinping, I think it is, decided to come to California, and the President of the United States went ahead and meet him. Now, there was a lot of things going on. A lot of people were talking about this. It's a fine line. I saw uh, one person I follow with the news on TikTok say, that handshake they gave, that's a fine line of peace between our two countries. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, the peace is, is, not, is not in America's favor. President Biden is set to strike a deal with China that would limit the use of artificial intelligence in nuclear weapons. Biden to meet with uh, President Yang Jinping on Wednesday at the Asian Pacific uh, Economist Corporation or APAC Summit in San Francisco, where the two leaders are expected to also sign an agreement to limit AI use in military applications, according to the report from Business Insider. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. America, the Democrat Party is all scared about AI. Now, there is a there is an interesting theory, and I'm not going to take this theory for my credit. I'm going to credit it Dan Bongino. The reason that Democrats, and this is Dan Bongino's uh, theory, the reason that the Democrats are scared of AI is because if you ask an AI something, it's going to give you the, the facts and the truth. And Democrats and artificial intelligence don't have a mind of its own. It's going to just repeat facts and, fiction, uh, facts and, and, and the truth. Uh, a, a journalist or somebody that, that is doing a show like this can voice their opinion and spread lies. Now, I don't do that. I try to be as truthful as possible. But ladies and gentlemen, they can't control AI's response. So ladies and gentlemen, they're afraid of But ladies and gentlemen, artificial intelligence like this for, for military operations could help. Why the heck is the president of the United States making a deal with China to limit our capability to defend ourselves. Why? Also, I got another question. Will China follow this agreement? Like, it's not like China broke, our, broke their promises and their agreements already with us. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, to, 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 this gets me angry. For a president to do this, it shows that he's been sold out. Now, there's some other things they talked about, like the tariffs that Donald Trump put into place that is still making us money here in America. President Biden wants to, uh, let's, let's ease up on China. Let's lift those up so China can have a, a better economy. Now, why, like Jing, uh, Ying Jinping, one of the agendas he had coming over here was trying to boost up the China economy. And it looks like President Biden is accommodating him. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist. But, mm, you know, President Joe Biden did take over 40 some thousand dollars, if I'm not mistaken, from China. That is according to the bank records from James Comer. If that is true. China has bought has paid our president for political favors. Why would President Biden rush to this meeting with Ying Jinping? Ladies and gentlemen, this is this is just showing that that our president 
might be bought and paid for. And he does not have the best interest of this nation at hand when he goes to these meetings. He's maybe more worried about Ukraine or China or whatever other country that him and his son put their nose in. Now, like I said, I'm not going to say that's fact because hey, they didn't go to trial yet. But ladies and gentlemen, it is, um, it is disturbing. It is very certain. Now I got a lot of stories. So I'm just, I'm, I'm giving you my cliff, uh, note, um, uh, opinions on these stories. Um, Jesse waters, the secret service has been lying to you about the white house cocaine scandal. Now, Jesse waters went ahead and made a whole monologue about this, but ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the cocaine, the, the, there's a, there's been a, a photo release of where they found the cocaine. Now, when the secret service first came out, they, they said it was in the lobby. It was in a library. It was in a bedroom. It was, it was on top of the white house. Name it. They, they said it was there. But ladies and gentlemen, the Secret Service has released this footage of this this cocaine that was found in the White House. If you remember the story, it was a big story all over the national media that there was cocaine substance found in the White House. And ladies and gentlemen, they, they when they released this photo, it was in a little cubby, a personal cubby. Now, when I first saw this, I saw the picture and I'm like, hold on. I've been to a gym. I don't look like I have, but I've been to a gym. I've been to places where they have lockers where you put a key and you put your possessions. And that's what it looked like. You have it in the white house. If I'm not mistaken, the white house has a personal lock. So it's issued to them. Where's the key. And isn't that box registered to somebody? Think about, okay. Just think about, I know like, 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 like I'm going to use an example. Um, they, they did not pay for no promotion. But I think it's Anytime Fitness. Um, Anytime Fitness would have this this, uh, this wall and the cubbies. You wouldn't assign. They wouldn't be assigned to nobody. You just go pick a locker. But there were some. There are some gyms that you have to pay for that locker and you get a number. Um, oh, we don't know who it belonged to. Really? Is the Secret Service doing the job? And this is what Jesse Waters was saying. I think he made a good point. Um, they obtained documents from the Secret Service revealing more details about where the White House uh, cocaine was. And Jesse Waters started talking about it. Um, according to the documents, they found some DNA, but they can't find out who the DNA belongs to. Uh, when you ask about the cocaine, they say, well, we destroyed it. And they also said the DNA we collected. We're probably going to destroy that later on as well. Ladies and gentlemen, the Secret Service is hiding something. We don't know what it is, but it sounds like they're hiding something. Because, ladies and gentlemen, when you release a photo of that box, and like me, I, I don't have knowledge of the Secret Service. I don't have knowledge of anything like that. But I'm just saying, you, you, you see it in a cubby. You had to find, and look, this was in the main lobby. So you have to ask the question, who had the cocaine and who they were bringing it to? Because, like I said, it wasn't a tourist that just went and said, hey, I want to see the White House and left his bag or her bag of cocaine somewhere. This was in the White House's... West Wing, where people get checked in. Is then there surveillance cameras of somebody going there? But ladies and gentlemen, this does feed to my theory that you this belonged possibly to Hunter Biden. Why is it? Why you say that? Well, the main reason I say that is is because why you you have history. Biden has Hunter Biden has a history of. Substance abuse. He also at that time was at the White House. Now you don't hear of cocaine coming in there before that. 
So you have to ask the question, could it be possible for Joe Biden, uh, Hunter Biden's? Yes, it, I believe it is. And it got, somebody got scared, so they ditched it somewhere. Now, do, the Secret Service might know who it is. And if they're, they're afraid if they reveal it, it's going to hurt the Biden family. So, but, but ladies and gentlemen, has, according to Jesse Waters, there's a lot of other things that are in this report that does not match up what they told us. And ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it just goes to the fact that it's a tutorial justice system. Because if the Secret Service would have found this under Donald Trump, they would have searched Donald Trump. They would have searched Eric Trump. They would have searched... The media would not have let this go. And guess what? Nobody remembers. When this came out, everybody was like, huh, they found cocaine in the White House. That was a couple of months ago, and they forgot. The rage that they had forgot. They were forgotten. And that's what the media does. If the media wants a story to stay alive, they push it, push it, push it, push it, push it. But if they want a story to die, they talk about it for two days, and then they cut it down. I'm just, look, prime example, before I get to the next uh, story, um, Israel and Hamas. First two days of media coverage, Hamas is bad. Hamas is evil. Israel needs to defend themselves. Now we're at a point uh, over a month and some later, the media, oh, we need to call for a ceasefire. It's just they, 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 they're pushing narratives. The media is not here to give you information. It is, it is there to indoctrinate you. Special counsel investigation uh, investigating Biden's classified document. Remember the documents that we found in the RV? In the car, in the in the, in the uh, with the Corvette in the the garage that was unsecure. Uh, this is from the Daily Caller. Uh, reportedly unlikely to unlikely to charge anybody. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, the person that is um is a special counsel to Robert Hur, um, is unlikely to charge anybody at the conclusion of his investigation into President Joe Biden handling of classified documents, according to multiple reports. Ladies and gentlemen, this man hardly had a budget. Well, he had a budget, like a million, some, two million, whatever, while Jack Smith had unlimited funds. Uh, Jack Smith was told, look at everything. While Robert Ehr was like, just look at the documents. Don't look at nothing else. Don't look at Hunter Biden. Don't look at nothing. No, 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 no. This man was very limited. And look, nobody's charged. Nobody's charged of a crime. Nothing to see here. Biden did everything right. Ladies and gentlemen, this just shows we had a tutorial justice. This shows the hypocrisy. The 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 the, the special investigator into Joe Biden, uh, Donald Trump. Look at everything. Look under every rock. Look under behind every door. Look under the carpet. Everywhere. Find dirt on Donald Trump. But President Biden has a special investigator. You don't hear nothing about it in the news. And when you do hear something about it, it's, oh, they didn't see nothing wrong. So we're not going to charge nobody. Ladies and gentlemen, there, Biden is the, it's the most corrupt, in my opinion, than the most, the worst president ever. But he's one of the most shield presidents by the media. Bill Clinton was bad. I remember at the end with Bill Clinton. Barack Obama, extremely bad. They protect Obama like he was the, the crown prince. But Biden, Biden, Biden is Biden is doing stuff. It is out in the open and the media is covering for him. And guess what? Biden got his people where they could get this prosecutor, this special counsel. 
and say, look, don't charge the president. Just look like you're investigating. Ladies and gentlemen, I could have told you this ha could happen. This this would have happened when this, uh, I think it did. I think uh, when it, when this, uh, this special counsel was announced, I said they ain't going to find nothing on Biden. But there was also another theory. There was also another prediction that came true that your friendly Cajun conservative said they were going to find everything and anything on Donald Trump and they were going to put him in. They were going to try to indict him. And look, they already died him twice on a federal level. So ladies and gentlemen, two toward justice system. What can we do about it? Well, pray, ask God that he would open the eyes of the president, open the eyes of our leaders and that the corruption would stop and that God would, would go ahead and stop the mess that's going on in America. Really, we need the, the president, every politician in Washington to get saved, be led by the Holy Spirit, and do everything right. Now, unfortunately, that's not all going to happen, but we can pray. God saved the whole nation of Israel multiple times and brought revival. Let's pray for revival. With that being said, we're going to end this show today. I want to thank you, as always, for listening to the Cajun Conservative Family. Again, if you're, this is your first time and you like the content, please hit the like or subscribe button, uh, like, subscribe button, and follow button, depending on the platform you're on. Um, welcome to the Cajun Conservative Family. Always love new listeners and new subscribers. So with that being said, remember, Jesus Christ is King. He's coming back. He's coming back soon, so don't be fade of heart. Jesus has overcome the world. If you want to know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, reach out to us at the show at thecajunconservative5 at gmail.com. We will get with you. We will tell you how to make Jesus your Savior and heaven your home. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. You have a good one. Do not lose fate of heart. He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door